0: Hey, it's Alan, and I just wanted to let you know that you can now listen to the ongoing history of new music early and ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Not all bands hit it out of the park right away. They need a few albums and a couple of long tours before things start to fall into place. Take the Red Hot Chili Peppers, for example. Their career really didn't start to blossom until their fourth album. Same thing with Muse, or at least in North America. They might have been playing arenas in Europe, but when it came to their fourth album... They were still playing clubs on this side of the Atlantic. Same thing with R.E.M. They had a very strong cult following through four records before they were able to cross over into mainstream consciousness with their fifth. And the Black Keys? It took them until album number six for them to have their big breakthrough. These success stories underscore the need for patience and foresight on behalf of record labels, managers, and everyone else associated with the welfare of a particular artist. If you honestly see potential... Then you got to play the long game, one that may stretch over years. And then you got to look at things from the artist's perspective. Is the band prepared to live through some lean and dark times on their way to some kind of success? This brings me to 21 Pilots. They blew up with the Blurryface album in 2015. But before that were six years of really hard slogging when almost no one knew who they were. So let's get caught up on that part of their story, shall we? This is the ongoing history of new music podcast with Alan Cross.
1: I'll be back when it's all
0: 21 pilots in a single from their 2018 album Trench that's called Chlorine which featured the debut of a weird little alien animal character called Ned, another addition to the whole mythology that the band has built around them, the kind of stuff that Reddit users love to dig into. For example, and I need you to stay with me on this, if you go to the 21 Pilots online store and navigate to the page for their third album, Vessel, you might be able to find a hidden website address, which is dmaorg.info. This is a major rat hole. You will find messages by someone who goes by the name Clancy, who occasionally writes and posts pictures. Clancy is a character in the storyline of the fourth album Trench. He, and I assume it's a he, posted a file just before the release of Chlorine as a single with the name 17 35.4527. Those numbers, 17 and 35.427, if you remember your chemistry and the periodic table, are the atomic number and the atomic weight of the element chlorine. What's more is that the text that was posted was altered in the days following. If you were paying attention and you studied the changes, you'd have discovered that the changes spelled out the name Ned, the name of the new character in the chlorine video. Okay, listen, no matter what you might think of the band, anyone who goes to this level of myth-making and Easter egg planting deserves our respect. And there's more of this sort of stuff coming. And I promise you that we'll get back to Clancy and the Dima and all kinds of other things like that later in the show. Hi there, I'm Ellen Cross, and this is a two-pronged program. First of all, it's aimed at people who didn't become aware of 21 Pilots until after their big breakthrough with the Blurry Face album. And second, I'm hoping I can rope in the attention of people who love Good Mysteries In this case, the crazy matrix-like online world that 21 Pilots has created for its fans. The responsible way to do this is to start at the very beginning with how 21 Pilots came together. At the center of everything is Tyler Joseph of Columbus, Ohio. Mom was a teacher. Dad was a high school principal and basketball coach. Tyler was very big into basketball for a while too, playing point guard. He also began messing around with an old keyboard. This resulted in a solo record He made it in his parents' basement entitled No Fun Intended. He was about 17 or 18 at the time, still in his senior year at high school. Future 21 Pod's bass player Nick Thomas, a buddy from school, contributed some guitars. So let's have a listen. This is a track called Blasphemy and dates to about 2008.
1: Lights, camera, action, satisfaction, at your fingertips, no one's lacking stuff. But it's not enough when it seems that we have enough stuff just to blow stuff up. Lights, camera, stop we killing just to get to the top and will stop talking about what we got and how we about you, let's
0: talk 21 Pilots about frontman Tyler Joseph with something from his 2008 solo album, something that he made in high school. About a year later, after Tyler had won a university scholarship, Buddy Nick and drummer Chris Sala formed 21 Pilots. They moved in together and started writing music and playing gigs wherever they could get them. At this point, everything was very grassroots, very do-it-yourself, Tyler's mom would actually stand outside Ohio State University Games, giving away tickets to her kids' show. The group played in Battle of the Bands events. And if getting a gig meant sharing a stage with a hardcore band, well, so be it. Around this time came The Name. They thought about Chillcoat and Bicycle Thief, but neither seemed right. And then somewhere along the line, Joseph discovered a play by Arthur Miller, the same guy who wrote Death of a Salesman and The Crucible. This play is called All My Sons from 1947, and it's based on a true story about a man also from Ohio who conspired with the Army to approve faulty and defective aircraft engines for use in combat in World War II, and as a result of this bad equipment, 21 pilots died. Okay, fine, but uh, why isn't there a hyphen between 20 and 1? This seems like an egregious spelling error, and it is. But for Tyler, it's all about design. It's all about how it looks in text and how it can be adapted into a logo or other graphic design. If you're a longtime fan, you'll know that 21 Pilots has been represented in a number of ways, including some diagonal lines through the O's in the name. Spell check and autocorrect be damned. The first 21 Pilots album was a self-produced thing released on December 29, 2009. At this point, the band was Tyler, Nick Thomas, and Chris Sala. And for a low-key indie release recorded at home, it did okay, selling 115,000 copies. Let's get a sample of that. This is called Oh Misbeliever. Twenty-one pilots with a self-titled, self-released indie record from 2004. Nothing much happened for the next couple of years except for some occasional gigs. you got to remember that everybody's either in school or working. But when we get to 2011, there were some big changes. First of all, Chris Sala felt that he needed to spend more time at work. He had a job at a music store, and that seemed like something he needed to concentrate on. Then a month later, bass player Nick Thomas left because he wanted to focus on going to university. He would later come back to help out with the band's merch, but never again as a musician. So at this point, and let's call it July of 2011, 21 Pilots is down to just one, and that's Tyler Joseph. However, Chris, remember the guy at the music store, knew someone at work named Josh Dunn. Josh was a drummer who had thought about getting some studio work in Nashville, But when he heard some of the stuff that Tyler was doing, he thought, okay, maybe I can give this a shot. So he joined up with Tyler just as the second 21 Pilots album came out. This was a record called Regional at Best. This album is somewhat mysterious because it doesn't even have a Wikipedia page, which is, you know, strange for a band of the status of 21 Pilots, right? This was another indie release. It came out on July 8th, 2011, which was a little more than a month after Nick left the band and Josh Dunn joined up. This project was pretty much Tyler's baby, with the exception of a couple of small guest appearances. Tyler calls regional at best a glorified mixtape. And while copies were handed out to fans, it was completely discontinued, deleted, wiped from the face of the earth. And there was a reason for that, which we will get to in good time. But, okay, in this day and age, just because something is discontinued, it doesn't mean it disappears, right? Right. Here's a sample of regional at best. This is called Forest
1: I scream you scream we all scream cause we're terrified oh, what's around the corner
0: 21 pilots, which at the time that song was recorded was just frontman Tyler Joseph. The song is Forest from the missing 21 Pilots album, Regional at Best. And I say missing because it was discontinued because, well, we'll get to that in a moment. We're filling in the backstory of 21 Pilots, a group that existed in one form or another for quite some time before the Blurry Face album came out. Call this Deep Background. So there are the lineup changes in the spring of 2011. Then we have the Regional at Best album, the second record show up in July. It was released digitally and as a CD. Plus, there was also a second hard copy edition through a label called Tinderbox. It featured both regional at best and a copy of the first self-titled album. The whole purpose of that package was to attract the attention of record labels. That worked. After hearing about the massive indie fan base the group had built and sampling material from these two albums, the band was signed in April 2012 by Fueled by Ramen, an indie label based out of New York. A condition of the deal was that 21 pilots had to make the regional at best album disappear. So they did. Well, as much as you could make anything digital disappear these days. As far as I can tell, the only streaming music service that has it is Deezer. They're based out of France. And you can also find the odd track on YouTube. If you want a physical copy, you can find one online selling for anywhere from $35 to as much as $900. And this is interesting Remember I mentioned the double Tinderbox version? I checked a couple of online sites and they listed as being blocked from sale, which I find interesting. Anyway, by this time, 21 pilots had a decent fan base in Ohio, sometimes attracting almost 2,000 people to a show. Outside the state, not so much. There was an out-of-state gig in July 2011 that was attended by 12 people. The first Fueled by Ramen release was an EP called Three Songs, for obvious reasons, and it came out in July 2012. Two of the three songs were from Regional at Best, and here's one of them. This is Guns for Hands. Guns for Hands, one of five songs from the missing Regional at Best album that was re-recorded for the third 21 Pilots album they call Vessel, which came out on January 8, 2013. It got good reviews, and it helped build the fan base, which, by the way, had become known as the Skeleton Clique. We'll get back to that later. There were a couple of international tours. There were festival appearances like Lollapalooza and Bonnaroo, And it got a little bit of radio airplane, not much, but a little. This might have been the most successful of the bunch. It's called Car Radio and was inspired by the time somebody broke into Tyler's car and stole his radio and all his CDs it forced him to contemplate what it's like to drive in silence
1: there things we can do but from the things that there two from the two that we to do peace win and fear lose faith and sleep we need to pick one please because faith is to be to be for us to car
0: radio 21 pilots and one of a bunch of singles from the group's third album vessel when we come back We'll get into how things exploded with the Blurryface record, and then we'll dig into the strange and wonderful online world 21 Pilots has constructed. We have a few more things to deal with before we're caught up with 21 Pilots. And the next thing we need to do is dive into the Blurryface album. This is the fourth record, the breakthrough album, and the one where things begin to get mystical and complicated. The first thing we need to understand about Blurryface is that it's centered on themes of doubt, insecurity, anxiety, and a dollop of religion. All these things are represented in a character Tyler Joseph called Blurryface, who is basically an avatar for how he was feeling at this time. To underscore this, Tyler often sports black paint on his hands and neck during live shows and video shoots. This is supposed to be a representation of Blurryface. There is a Blurryface Twitter account with over 150,000 followers even though there have been zero tweets. A new band logo appeared around this time. It's a bar, a hyphen, and a slash from a standard computer keyboard. Fans are encouraged to take that symbol and make it into their own version of the 21 Pilots logo. When the album was released, it came out in the usual ways, but there was also a limited edition cassette that was very, very red. But fans really treasure the Inkblot special vinyl editions. No two are the same and are very, very collectible, and can trade for hundreds of dollars. There's also a blurry face instrumental album that popped up in the UK for some reason. It's very hard to find. I'm pretty sure it's a bootleg, or, or maybe not. You can never tell with 21 Pilots. Here's a sample. Back to the official release of Blurryface. If you dip into Reddit, which can be dangerous, you'll find a number of theories that attempt to link all 14 songs together into some sort of narrative. Most of the Blurryface theories have been advanced by members of the aforementioned Skeleton clique, which is what the band's hardcore fans call themselves. The first thing you need to know about them is that they are very, very welcoming. They pride themselves on being the most inclusive clique ever, they refer to each other as friends, that's spelled F-R-E-N-S, and sometimes drop the phrase, stay street. The last time I checked, the Twitter account is approaching 350,000 followers. Blurryface, the album, has sold close to 2 million copies, a pretty good number in the age of streaming. And there were six singles taken from the record. This is one of them.
1: Wish we could turn back time To the good old days When the mama sang us to sleep
0: Stressed Out from Twenty One Pilots breakthrough record, Face*. The success of this album allowed the band to expand upon the Easter egg offerings to the fan base, something that really manifested itself with the next album, Trench. After a couple of world tours in support of Face*, the band went dark, their words, on July 6th, 2017, so Tyler and Josh could focus on music without any interruption or distraction. That disappearance lasted almost a year and when they reemerged they um okay this is complicated in april 2018 somebody was poking around the 21 pilots online store and found a website address hidden in a gif image on the page for the vessel album this address led to a site called dmaorg.info and the landing page read 404 error you are in violation they mustn't know you were here. No one should ever find out about this. You can never tell anyone about this. For the sake of the other's survival, you must keep this silent. We must keep silent. No one can know. No one can know. No one can know. Violation code 1539862 underscore four. Okay, well, that led to an insane rat hole of clues that once deciphered, led to a new trove of images about this new character called Clancy who was struggling with DEMA, D-E-M-A. That was followed by a series of posts at dmaorg.info from Clancy's journal. These go on forever, but they're filled with clues about the album and songs to come. That fifth album, as we know now, is called Trench. And again, it explores themes of doubt, insecurity, anxiety, and faith with a little bit of suicide thrown in. Trench's It's more than an album. It describes a world built around the city of Dima, which translated from the religion of Zoroastrianism means Tower of Silence. Towers of Silence are where followers dropped off dead bodies so they could be eaten by vultures. Wow, lovely. The first character we're introduced to is Nico, one of the nine so-called bishops. In fact, he's the chief bishop of Dima. The name Nico is derived from Nicolas Bourbaki, which was a pseudonym used by a bunch of real-life French mathematicians back in the 1930s who did some really esoteric things with numbers that I can't even begin to understand. In the world of Trench, it turns out that Nicolas Bourbaki is the real name of Blurryface, the central character of the previous album. If you're not with me, I I totally get it, but let's move on. Also within DEMA is a group called the Bandidos. They're the good guys who want to liberate the people of the city. They can be identified by a very, very specific shade of yellow that the bishops, including Nico, cannot see. There are more images of vultures and cheetahs and coded messages within those posts. The first single from Trench was Jumpsuit. It was introduced on July sixth, 2018 via an email to fans that featured a closing eye with the caption... Are you still sleeping? After several more days of teasing, they finally released it.
1: I can't believe how much I hate. Jumpsuit jump jump
0: jump jump from the 21 Pilots album Trench. And let me tell you something, if you're looking to lose yourself in this fantasy world created by the band, you will be gone for a very, very long time. And props to the band for doing this. The internet has destroyed a lot of the mystery surrounding music that we used to have back in the olden days. And this is even before the era of music videos. We barely knew what our favorite artists looked like. They were almost never on TV. They may have toured through our town and all we had were still pictures in magazines and the album cover artwork. We had to infer everything from that. 21 Pilots has brought back that mystery with their invented world, which I think is fantastic. We need more of this kind of 21st century engagement. So now we have backfilled the story of 21 Pilots. Handy stuff for anyone who has only joined the ride since the Blurryface album. And given that Tyler Joseph evidently likes to build these alternative universes with the band's music, there is no reason to believe that things won't get more intricate, more complicated, and more immersive. And like I said, this is good. This program comes in a podcast form. Just go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else that offers on-demand audio. All podcasts are free and eminently bingeable. Please rate, review, and share if you get a chance. If you need to reach me, start with my website, which is a ajournalofmusicalthings.com. I update it all the time. The daily newsletter, which is also free, can be a big help when it comes to keeping you up to date on all things music. I'm also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Give me a follow if you can. And if you prefer email, use alan at alancross.ca. Technical Productions by Rob Johnston. We'll see you next time. I'm Alan Cross. You've been listening to the Ongoing History of New Music Podcast with Alan Cross. Subscribe to the podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and everywhere you find your favorite podcasts.